right. Hello. What do you got um, in your hand today, drink wise? Oh, crap. I forgot to get my drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so wrapped up in getting everything done that I just like, sat here and I knew I had to do something. I'm going to go get my white claw. That's what I'm going to drink tonight is my white claw. Okay. Okay. I'll wait here. <laughs> my God. I, mean, I cannot. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, glad you grabbed your White Claw. What flavor are you drinking? I was able to get my hands on mango, Ooh. which is really good. I've really been enjoying these. Mm-hmm. But I got like, since I couldn't, because I tried thinking of my drink five minutes beforehand um, in my like panic. And so I didn't have like any kind of mixers to make some kind of like fun cocktail. I had one can of black peach tea stuff from Trader Joe's that I was like, oh, this has nothing to do with anything. So I figured if I was going to be basic, I just poured a glass of rosé and next week will be better. Yeah. But actual- next week. Yeah. I feel like this last week I was just like super busy. Yeah. Super behind on everything. Next week is the week. I will finally come up with something creative. What did you do this weekend? Um, not much of anything <laughs> at all. I don't think I left this house one time this weekend (laughs) not once I love those weekends though I mean I guess like during this time I I can't do that anymore but I remember like I mean you and I we thrive on the weekends that we don't leave and like watch tv and (laughs) order food for every single meal yeah exactly yeah um I know I feel like even at the beginning of this quarantine I was like this thing was made for me that's what I said too I'm gonna be fine I'm gonna thrive like yeah exactly what I've always wanted is to not have to socialize that's what I said and I was like I'm gonna save so much money because I'm not going out and like then I just decided to buy a shit ton of random shit that I didn't need so like did I need like a hundred dollars worth of bath bombs from Lush no (laughs) but did I do to fulfill something inside of me yeah yes also okay I did 23 in me and Ooh. I got my results today. Let me just, okay. I was like really hoping for something super dramatic. Like <laughs> I find out that I'm like freaking, I don't know, like have some kind of ancestry that like no one could predict or like they give me some kind of thing that's like, oh, you're susceptible to this disease that like no one in my family has, you know, something weird like that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, exciting. Like, let's look. And I'm like, Ancestry, here we go. I am 99.9% Northwestern European. And I was like, so exotic. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like going down and it breaks it up from there. So it was like, okay, like you're 46% British and Irish. Like, okay, I freaking knew that. And then it's like French and German. Okay, I also knew that. And then it like goes down. It's like Scandinavian. Oh, okay. Portuguese and Spanish. Okay. And then it goes unassigned (laughs) 0.1%. That's amazing. (laughs) What is this 0.1%? And like, I just, I will never, I'll never get past that. And then I will never know. (laughs) I was like, what? Right. Oh, here's one that was my favorite. There is a 70% chance that you have stretch marks. And I was like, that's a rude. <laughs> what the fuck? 
And I was like, I do have them. And like, I love my stretch marks. Like that's part of my body part. Like every person has those, like, don't be ashamed of it. But 23 and me, why are you highlighting that specifically? Yeah, that's so weird. So but also weird. like literally everyone has stretch, like at least a stretch mark that's somewhere on their body. I'm like, <laughs> out of all the things you could have had like fun with, like even stupid stuff, like, do you have big lips? Like, do you have like this? Like, I don't know, like stretch marks. Like, okay. One of them told me that I have, oh, 47% chance that I have, quote, a little bit of a unibrow. <laughs> just a little bit. I was like looking at these and I'm like cracking up. And it's just like, what the hell is this? Oh my um, God. Oh, and then this is the best part. So then they have ones that, uh, this will be the last one I say about this, but um, they have a whole section on like your muscular something or other. Taylor, your genetic muscle composition is common in elite power athletes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it goes on and says, studies have found that almost all elite power athletes, including sprinters, throwers, and jumpers, have a specific genetic variant and a gene related to muscle composition. You have the same genetic variant as these elite athletes. And I was like, why am I not in the Olympics? Like, why? <laughs> like, were you meant to be an Olympian and you just missed your shot? <laughs> so incredible. I had an interesting day. I have to like read deeper into it. Cause of course they like, they go into so much detail and like yeah. a lot of it is like, you know, it's, um, estimated, like they can't blatantly say you have this or you're going to get that. Right. But, you know, in terms of like looking at ancestry and lineage and stuff like that. Um, and you can go and look at all of like your distant relatives who have done it. So I did a quick scan of like, is there anyone famous just right off the bat that I know their name? And the first like 10 people weren't someone I recognize. I was like really hoping it'd be like Sandra Bullock is like your 15th cousin twice removed, something like that. <laughs> but alas, it wasn't there. So damn. Okay. We are starting with, it was Bad Girl McGuire, right? Um, I wrote detention episode, so I hope so. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Bad Girl McGuire. Um, I like these. These are just one-sentence synopsis. So this is Lizzie falls in with a bad crowd when she befriends, quote, bad girl, Angel, at school. Um, which, love that the bad girl's named Angel. <laughs> yeah. What great writing. Seriously. <laughs> um... Let's see. I don't know why this episode and then like all the other ones that we watched this week for me were just like, I was like, this is so over the top annoying. Like everything yeah. is just like feels so exaggerated, so over the top and unnecessary. And I think it's just because I'm watching it as an adult and not as a 12 year old. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree that this section of episodes, they weren't as fun as the other ones and I don't know if it's because we were coming off of this high of like oh my god we're doing this and that and blah, blah, whatever and like so excited about it but I mean I will get into the one that I just absolutely could not stand because I was like I literally like ended up like doing other stuff as I was watching it because I was like I can't even like take this seriously was it the one Matt was Matt going to high school no, it was the one that they were like the they were obsessed with the Rat Pack. Oh God! I was yeah. like, 
so stupid. So, <laughs> so cringy. So, oh man, actually, there's so many cringy things. Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot this whole, I'm about to go on a rant in like two episodes. <laughs> I literally ranted on my piece of paper. I did some research. Oh my God. Oh, I'm excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> but first of all, okay. <laughs> this episode begins with that goddamn train math question. The one, like, oh, yeah. why, I know this is, like, a tired argument and, like, a tired, like, conversation, but why in all of hell do math questions have to be that way? And, like, just, just give us, like, normal, like, just numbers, and I understand it's, like, supposed to be, like, that oh, you have to like apply it to like real world, whatever. When the hell am I going to care what train makes it right. there before the other one? Because one's going at X miles an hour and only has this month to go. I don't, what? right. How does that help me? No, I agree. Because first of all, word problems in general <laughs> do not have anything to do with life. We no, learned what? how to do these dumb word problems in, in school that are like, like have these like algebra equations and like calculus and whatever and I'm like can someone teach me how to do my taxes okay because I still don't know how to do my taxes and instead in high school I'm learning how fast I need to drive to be a train or whatever and in real life like if I'm trying to do that I'll just look up the train schedule and see what's getting there like it doesn't make any sense like, at all. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? You just got so angry. <laughs> it just, like, doesn't make sense. It's like, we learn all these things in school, but, like, I don't know how to buy a house. Yeah. Like, I don't understand well, my health insurance. <laughs> you know? I got my, my health insurance card in the mail today, and I lit literally threw it across, like, the kitchen table and said out loud, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. Let's see how many days go by that I say, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. And then I'm going to end up in the hospital and be like, I never activated my health insurance. <laughs> but um, back to the, to the episode, I, um, when she got detention, I remember watching this. Also, I remember what I was going to say. From, okay, so when I said last week, like, oh, I, like, remember all of these episodes. Like, I thought that there were going to be ones that, like, I didn't remember. I'm pretty sure three of the five, or maybe two of the five that we watched, I'm like, I have, I do not remember ever seeing a single scene of yeah. it. Um, but I do remember when they, watching this when I was younger, and she got served detention, and being like, oh, shit, like, that, like, oh my God, like, that's so bad, blah, blah, whatever. And um, just being, like, so scared of that. Um, but moving on, um, I it really bothered me that Angel, I guess, was calling Lizzie Frizzy because yeah. Lizzie's hair is perfectly tame and this Angel girl is not perfectly tamed. Her hair right. is frizzy as hell. And I'm well, like, Lizzie's hair just happened to be crimped that day. Yeah. And she kept calling her frizzy. And I was like, her hair's not frizzy. Well, yeah, because what's her name's hair was like, it looked not as bad, but maybe, maybe just below what Kate's hair looked like in the anchor woman. Uh, <laughs> so bad. 
But I was like, that's unfair. I know she's like yeah. mean girl and doesn't mean, like she's not going to be fair, but just bothered me. Yeah. And also loved how every time they opened the detention door, there were just screams happening inside. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like this, these episodes like this week were so over the top mm-hmm. and I'm just like, maybe I wasn't in the mood today. Like, I don't know, yeah. but I did not find any of it funny. I was like, this is just, I don't know. It's obviously meant for a 12 year old and I just didn't appreciate it. I, I think was like, this would never happen. <laughs> I, yeah, these ones definitely, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe, cause I also watched all of them today because nothing like doing things absolutely last minute. So yeah, maybe, I don't know, but these ones definitely felt more, I don't know, like maybe I just felt like they were geared more towards like the age that they're intended for today. Because like I said, we weren't in the mood or maybe cause I like had just woken up and to get started. Cause I wanted to lay by my pool as soon as it opened. Yeah. So like, I don't really know, but, um, cause they have sound effects and ridiculous stuff and others. Like I'll mention towards the end on something that just went on for way too long to the point where I was like actually rolling my eyes. Oh God, there's so m- I can't wait to get to all of the cringy things. I can't I wait. Oh my God. I'm not even going to bring it up right now. Um, <laughs> uh, at one point I was watching, I wrote down for this episode. I don't care about this episode at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I felt about it. <laughs> it's like, I think every TV show for this audience always has that, and we're finding this to be a trend with Lizzie McGuire, that it like has like one of the, you know, the things that every typical preteen show has, but every mm-hmm. single, this, this is the episode where it's okay. The main characters um, becoming very impressionable by this like bad influence. So now we have to get through the whole life. She has to understand that she's good and she has to understand to be with the right circles and stuff like that. And um, yeah. so it was just like a very stereotypical episode uh, that I was like, okay, we've, I've seen this so many times in terms of yeah. like the execution of it and like, you know, the conversations that happen and whatever. So I think that's, that's also why I was kind of like disassociated from it. Um, yeah. I wrote like something similar. I was like, Lizzie is just so impressionable this episode yeah. and it's annoying and just like, I don't know. I feel like in the last, the first few episodes we watched, she's always had this like, throughout the entire episode some sort of redeeming quality whether it's like standing up for a friend or like whatever it is and like these few episodes she just like is annoying that's like I found her annoying that's so true like you're right with like she has some something to redeem herself like she doesn't really have anything and she doesn't like she doesn't realize how much of like a pain in the ass she is until they do the intervention which I was like that's hilarious like I know it was so so elaborate I was like elaborate I was like who does this like how much time do they have on their hands like what right and that's what I mean like where are the teachers where are your parents when do you do homework oh like are you going to class you know also they were in Lizzie's house filming this and like like, where was Lizzie was she like with Angel like was she at her whatever like I don't even know it's, yeah, it's, I just like don't understand why Lizzie wants this girl to like her. Like, what does this girl have? Like, also, I'm all over the place right now. But one of my biggest pet peeves in terms of movies and TV shows and everything is I hate when the actors don't whisper to each other when they're supposed to be whispering. 
Mm. And as the two of them are sitting in their class, their math class with the goddamn yeah. train problem, they're like talking at the same level that I'm talking to you, which I am screaming into my computer right now. <laughs> and I'm like, how? It just makes me so angry because it's like, obviously they can hear you. Right. Like, it's just, I, I know it's such a little stupid thing, but it just makes me so angry. And that's happened multiple times, but. <laughs> it is very annoying. But I think, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, watching it as an adult, like half of the shit is not realistic. No. It's just annoying. <laughs> That's something like I find Matt either really funny or like really annoying. Like there's no in between yeah. and it just depends on the episode. Like, I don't know if this one, I didn't even write down anything about him in this one. I don't even know what his, um, his purpose was. Is this the one that he was doing the Guinness World Rec- Records with that, or is that the this next the one episode? Where he, <laughs> this is the one where his parents are like, you don't have a bedtime anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, staying up late. And I only know that because I wrote, staying up late was so fun when I was younger, but now all I ever want to do is sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing my 23andMe told me. It was like, you sleep more than the average person. It's <laughs> so funny. Um, well, going, okay, so that makes sense, because I had, my next note was asking about curfews. Did you have a curfew when you were in high school, middle school, and high school? No. Huh. Well, I, yeah, I was just thinking about it, because when they were talking about his bedtime and whatever, and then when they were talking about, like, she wants to go to the high school party with her, the angel girl, I was just thinking about curfews, and then I was also thinking about, like, first high school parties. Cause that just like really brought me back when she was like, guys, like, you know, don't you want to come to like this, this high school party, like blah, blah, like it's going to be so cool. And I was like, oh my God, I remember my first ever party and it's actually like so ridiculous. So I, I was in high school already. So I was a sophomore in high school. So had a bit of a later start than other people, but I remember it was Halloween and me and my friends were on the varsity soccer team so we were you know we weren't close friends with the senior girls but we were with them every day like you know so they were like oh do you want to come to this like halloween party tonight we were like sure we don't know what the hell we're doing like we were like we don't know what alcohol to get like whatever and so we're kind of just like along for the ride and (laughs) so we're at the party it was i remember having a good time and then all of a sudden someone (laughs) someone screams it's the cops turn off the lights and get down I was kind of like deer in the headlights like just very silent also that Mr. Krabs meme where he's just like looking all these like ways at the same time (laughs) yeah and I was just like so my friend he took me and like put me kind of like in between like the refrigerator and like this thing of cabinets and he was like just stay here and I was like what is going on and you hear the police officers come up and they're talking very loudly. They're like, oh, they turned the lights off. Guess no one's home anymore. Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it was loud. Like, obviously, it was like a noise complaint. Like, obviously, there were people there. There were lights on yeah. until the cops pulled up. Like, obviously, there's a ton of people inside. And uh, eventually, the person, he opens the door to the officers. And they're just, like, making fun of everyone. They're like, oh, can we have a beer? Like, oh, where's the cooler of everything? didn't do anything, you know, mean or or whatever. They were just like, get out, go home. But I felt so, I'm extremely close with my mom. Like she knows almost everything about my life. So I felt so guilty. And I don't know why in my head, 
I was like, oh my God, my parents are going to find out I was at this party. Cops were there. They're going to come to my house. They're going to tell my family. They're going to say I was drinking this and that. Mm -hmm. When my mind, I was like, oh my God, I just need to like tell my mom. Like I just need to like tell her that I was there and just like admit defeat and just whatever. Yeah. So I'm the most dramatic son of a bitch ever. And I, I'm sitting next to my mom in the living room and I text her and I'm like, meet me in my room. And cause like my, cause like my dad's there, like my brother's there. We're all like sitting, having a good old family TV time or something. So she comes into my room and I am sobbing. And, <laughs> and her first, her first question, are you pregnant? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, oh no. God. And she was like asking all these other questions. You know, she was like, are you okay? Like, it's, it's someone in the hospital, someone this and that. And so I told her the story. I was like, yeah, I was at this person's house last night. The cops came, blah, blah. I wanted to tell you before you found out from the police officers. My mom goes, did the officers like take your name? And I was <laughs> like, well, no. And she was like, they never would have showed up here. <laughs> like, they never. <laughs> She's like, they That's literally so never would have come here. Oh and my God. so then I was like, I felt so stupid, but she was like, you know, thanks for telling me. And then my mom was like the best. She drove us to parties. She made sure I did have a curfew. Yeah. She would pick me up and she would text me. She'd be like, I'm outside. And I would get all like embarrassed. Cause I'm like, I didn't want to like leave yet. Cause like the party's still going on. And, but my mom's like honking outside. She's like, <laughs> I'm driving your drunk ass home. Like you are getting in my car, like whatever. So funny. But anyway, so that was uh, a high school party experience. I, it's so weird because I'm like 95% sure my first party that I went to when I was in high school was a college party. Oh, really? <laughs> well, living in a college town yeah. and like a very, very small, tiny, tiny town at that. Mm-hmm. Like we knew a bunch of people from our high school that had graduated that like stayed in town to like go to college. I'm pretty sure sophomore year, I think it was sophomore year, somehow ended up getting into this party. And then ever since there, like me and my friends, like just started going to these college parties. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of those, like, I would just sleep over at someone's house. Like one of the girls that I would go with, her house was like right off of campus. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there weren't like that many house parties that people had in my town. And I think it's because like the cops literally drove around yeah. all the time and like they always got busted. I went to like one or two house parties and they were fun. They were fine. There was this, like one girl that like lived far back enough in the woods that like cops like usually didn't come because they just lived like literally uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere. So like no one could hear anything or like see anything. But Um, So I went to, like, her parties a few times, and then there was one weekend where she was having a party, and, like, was on the same night as our homecoming dance, I think, but, like, at the time, because I was, like, in charge of the dance, technically, I had to go to the dance, so I was, like, whatever, this sucks, but, like, there will be another party. Mm -hmm. Thank God I didn't go to that party, because that was the one party that got busted. Oh, really? And they took everyone's names <gasps> half the girls that were on the track team with me oh, no. were at that party and were suspended for like three weeks so like oh, I just got lucky that I couldn't go to that party that night 
and got out of getting in trouble. The, this is the second story where you've talked about getting out of trouble just because you were in the right place at the right time. What the hell? Ridiculous. Yeah. That was a bad one. You're like, going to go down as the luckiest person that I've ever known in my entire life. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Unlike Lizzie, I was never invited as a 13 year old to go to a party yet for a high schooler. Like, no, I don't even think, I don't even think an eighth grader would have invited me to a party, let alone a high schooler. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I would have gone. Like, I think I would have been way too nervous and like too self-conscious and being like, oh my God, like, yeah. I don't know. So I'm glad she didn't go. Cause I think if the episode went that way, I think they knew if the episode went that way that she actually went to like some high school party, it would take a turn that wouldn't be like Disney appropriate probably. Or not, at least not Lizzie McGuire appropriate. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah, definitely not. I think it would have been interesting if it went that yeah. way, but it would have been a yeah. TV show for another network. you can't make the high schoolers <laughs> much different than the middle school, where it's, I don't know, I mean, I guess, like, there's been other Disney Channel shows where things are in high school, but it's just, like, the way that that specific episode was going with the people that she was associating herself with, like, I would be curious to see where it would go. Obviously, it wouldn't be anything, like, super, like, you know, vulgar, whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I'll be curious to see if we see Angel ever again. I know. They just yeah. like bring these people on and I'm like, where did they come from? Um, my last note was just going back to the intervention. Also reminded me of How I Met Your Mother when they have the entire episode of just like interventions to the point where they have to have an intervention about their interventions. And I refuse <laughs> to rewatch How I Met Your Mother because of the ending. But now I think I have to yeah. go back and find that episode and watch it because that's like one of the best ones there. But so Lizzie <laughs> McGuire might have ignited, like reignited the fire I have for How I Met Your Mother. Probably not. Yeah. But stay tuned. Um, that's <laughs> all I had for that one. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Yeah. No, I didn't write anything else. My only last note was didn't like this episode. So that's how we want. Yeah. I, um, yeah, like I said, it was it's pretty basic. Like, it's like I said, it's like, I think it, it was kind of one of those, like, they have to do it kind of things. Yeah. Well, the next one is the one that we wanted to, that the one that we talked about last week, how, uh, the one where they get a bra, it's called between a rock and a bra place, which I thought was genius. Um, (laughs) I haven't, uh, what's the, what's the, um, title you made for this one? Oh, just bras. I love how, (laughs) like, just straight into the point yours are. Um, (laughs) <laughs> well, the synopsis for these, I, I need to do a better job, but this synopsis is pretty great. It's just Lizzie and Miranda decide that it's time for them to get their first bra. And that's it. That's the episode. And that's what it's about. So <laughs> I, I, my first note was in all caps, here we go. <laughs> um, I also feel like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this was again, just me, but I'm pretty sure I got my first bra at like 11. So I definitely, I thought about this too. I definitely got a training bra when I was like 11 or 12. And then I feel like it got like a real bra when I was probably in seventh grade. I can't remember. Yeah, I know I got the training bra at 11. I know I didn't need one, but I think my mom's, my mom was always, she always did a really good job of like just presenting me with stuff and not making me go and ask for it. So like she one day was just like, let's go get a bra and I was like huh like I think I wasn't I don't even know if I was ready for the step like I was just like okay like fine let's go and we got yeah like those 
training bras. I don't know when I graduated to like a real one. Yeah. But I remember I like had like a real bra that was uh-huh. like tiny. And then all of a sudden, one day I just had to get a bigger bra. <laughs> you woke up and you're like, I'm a changed woman. It's time. I was like, these do not fit. They <laughs> aren't giant. doing anything. So that in my mind is like me getting a bra. Yeah. Um, so I'll end with my rant because I <laughs> – so tell me your notes for this episode. I surprisingly didn't have as many thoughts about it as I thought I would, especially because this is like, like, I just remember this episode being so huge. I don't know why, but it just felt like it was like a big deal for an episode. Um, I did remember to note something that I read last time and it's that this episode almost didn't happen Mm -hmm. because talking about bras was groundbreaking for Disney (laughs) yeah I mean it makes sense like Disney never tackles anything yeah even remotely mature if you want to consider this mature but yeah almost didn't get this episode it's just really weird because there was no mention of like anything that you would consider mature Mm -hmm. in the situation. Like they didn't talk about boobs or breasts or like puberty or like anything. So I don't know. It just didn't, doesn't seem like a big deal to me at all. But then again, like Disney never ever tackles anything that's even like remotely mature. Right. And that's something I wrote down too, where I was like, it goes along with, I think it was just like a taboo in general for people to like go bra shopping and like go like um just like in the real world I mean like I remember when I would like go to places and you like didn't want to be seen in that section and so like I think that that like that was translated from stuff like um like how it was I'm, I'm trying to think of like the right way to say this but like basically like Disney didn't know how to handle it because it was still like a taboo like you still like don't really like talk about going and shopping for bras or underwear. Like no one, like everyone feels weird up until like really recently about like carrying underwear around and like carrying around like bras or, or whatever, like, you know, men carrying around boxers. Like it's just for some reason you don't want to be seen doing it. And so I'm kind of like amazed Disney did it to begin with because of that. But I think they probably recognize that like, this is a show that, young girls are watching and they like need to know about and they need to like normalize the fact that like okay there's going to be a time that you are gonna need to get a bra and like you're probably gonna want your mom there because like she's gonna know and you're not gonna know yeah so I didn't really think about it too much until you just said that but I think it's kind of especially because this was made in 2001 Mm -hmm. you know like this is I mean now they'd make it and it's like no big deal yeah but I know, I was going Um, to say, I wonder if since then, I mean, maybe they've done it in even some of the shows that we've watched. I just don't remember. But, like, I wonder if they tackle more mature, relevant things on Disney now. Like, I don't know. Maybe they did in Hannah Montana or, like, whatever else, and I just don't remember. But I feel like they didn't. Like, I feel like it was all very tame. I feel like that too. Yeah. And you're right. Maybe the past, you know, 10 years or whatever they've, um, they've gotten more like scandalous yeah. with, with that kind of stuff. But, um, 
I don't know. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. So basically Lizzie is a trailblazer and basically this is why it's the best. According to that magazine, it's the best (laughs) TV series ever in the world or whatever, but I also always feel bad for the mom. I think this also, she just like that, the same with that camping episode that we talked about. Like when Lizzie was like being all like mean to her mom, I was like, she's just trying to help, like let her help you. And like the mom does such a good job. Like, just like, she's just so hurt. Like, I feel that deeply. Yeah. I mean, especially in this one, like, you can't go and just buy a bra yourself when you've never bought one. No. Like, the numbers and the letters are foreign, okay? Yeah. They don't make sense. They still don't make sense to me right now. I still probably buy the wrong size. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why do you think I only wear bralettes? It's because it's, like, small, medium, large. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, I get, like, wanting to be mature and, like, wanting to be whatever. But, like, this is another example where I'm like Lizzie is such a brat and it's like annoying how she's acting like I don't know I probably didn't feel like like that at all when I watched this the first time like I probably I don't know probably agreed with her I have no idea yeah I was thinking about that too like I wonder if when I was younger I thought her actions were justified I don't know if I like didn't really pay attention to it like I definitely didn't feel bad for the mom like I don't think I had that empathy level at that point but like I think it just shows that we're at a different age where we feel like bad about the mom and we don't, we're not like, yeah, Lizzie, like tell her, like you don't need her. Now we're like, oh, she just wants to help. Be friends with your mom. I know that was very sad. I did not like that. You know, that's like really all I wrote. I thought I would have way more to say about this episode, but I didn't. I had a major problem with, the whole kung fu thing. Oh. Oh my yeah. god. First of all, yeah. that was beyond cringy. But most importantly, I I'll tell this is this was my journey. So the dad comes in, he's like, I got a friend. The friend comes in who's white as hell. White. And <laughs> like, I was like, what? So then I was like, okay. Taylor, don't get worked up. Like, maybe he is of some kind of Asian descent. And like, maybe he just has like, you know, a different pigmentation to his skin. Like, I don't know that. I don't know his history. Let's just continue watching and I'll find out. So I'm like, don't get worked up. I'm worked up, like currently. But um, I (laughs) was just like, really, they couldn't find anyone else. Like, whatever. So apparently, hold on, let me get my notebook out. Oh, I wrote, first of all, this is a cowboy. Oh my god. Okay. I, I saw him and I was like, this guy looks like Clint Eastwood. Like Clint Eastwood from all of his westerns. Like, why is this man doing kung fu? Yeah. Why is he the kung fu master? <laughs> oh my god. I I'm gonna look up this guy's name. It's David something, but I'm gonna be mad at myself if I'm wrong. But I just looked him up. But basically, he is famous. He's like won awards and stuff. He was in a lot of like martial arts movies in like the 70s and he like he was in the kill bill movies like he was like very very famous he passed away in 2009 so he so yeah so he's known for kill bill um something called death race like all of this stuff and it's all martial arts related roles and it was like big in like the 70s and stuff and i was like 
weird, but okay. So then I was like, let's look into ancestry. <laughs> he is like a hundred percent like English Dutch. And I was like, okay. Like I was like, not cool with any of what was happening. And I was like, I haven't seen these movies he's in. I don't know everything about it. This was all just triggered by me being like, why is there not someone of like Asian mm-hmm. descent? Like, why are we like whitewashing everything? Like, I hate all of yeah. that shit. But again, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to claim to know everything. I'm going to claim ignorance in like lots of these cases. So maybe I should do some more research. And if I have to have a little corrections corner next week, because I'm just being like ignorant, we'll do no, it. No, it's definitely weird because they do this slow um, pan, like starting with him walking in, I think. And then like you go mm-hmm. up to, it like pans from like the bottom of his body to his face. You're like expecting this mm-hmm. like typical, you know, Kung Fu master, whatever. And then it's literally a guy that looks like Clint Eastwood, like from a Western, yeah. from a Western movie. And, and it was weird. And like, he wasn't doing an accent, but he was clearly trying to speak in like, a specific tone that like you associate with like that type of you know like persona in my opinion like maybe he wasn't but like that's what it sounded like for me I don't know it was weird it's hard because you also don't want to fall into stereotypes either so like I'm sure there's a line that they weren't like they were trying not to cross or something but like at the end of the day like you don't want a white cowboy teaching like these like I don't know I just it made me angry that he was also like I don't know I mean again I haven't seen these movies that he's in I'm gonna just put a little disclaimer I don't know this is just off of my little mini research because I just like had this fire under me that was like really Disney Channel like it's crazy because I feel like we go back and forth where it's like the show is so old and like obviously no Mm -hmm. one gave a shit back then I don't know that was my that was my one big thing that I was just like my jaw like actually dropped because yeah you're expecting one thing and then you just see yeah this Clint Eastwood type and you're like what but like obviously a 12 year old is not thinking about that no but also like now it's like it's an issue that a 12 year old's not thinking about that. And I mean, I feel like 12 year olds are a lot smarter than me at this point. Like 14 year olds already look older than I do. So maybe they are, I don't know. But yeah, that, um, that definitely threw me for a loop. So that was my like one rant for this episode. And for the, I'm pretty sure I won't, I won't promise, but I'm pretty sure for the rest of this podcast, there aren't going to be any more rants, (laughs) but, um, I don't remember like another, the only two episodes that I can remember off the top of my head that were like, quote, like, like iconic or like the ones that you think of when you think of Lizzie McGuire, like, I don't know if I remember another one versus like with Aaron Carter and then this bra one. I don't, I don't know either. I feel like from here, every episode for me is going to be a surprise because I don't remember them. This next one, I don't think I've ever seen. Me either. And I was like really caught off guard when I started watching it. I had a moment where I was like, why did they make this episode? Yeah, I, I don't, I've been trying to find like the Disney lesson in each one. And I think with this one, which is called Come Fly With Me. I called it weird Gordo music stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I, so. But once again, accurate. So 
Okay, so for this one, it's in order to stand out of the crowd, Gordo sports a 1960s attire and starts listening to Rat Pack. I feel like the Disney, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, lesson is follow what you really want to, you know, be uh, interested in and, like, like, be proud of your interests and, like, be proud of, like, the things that inspire you and all of that bullshit. But... It basically was just Gordo being fucking pissed because he like had an interest and then like everyone turned it into this whole thing and he was like, what the fuck? And um, I want to know, once again, who's doing their hair in the morning? (laughs) Because I also want to know, where are they getting all of this money for all of these clothes they're randomly getting? Ethan was wearing a double-breasted suit at one point and I was like, where is he getting, like, what are they going to like thrift stores? And at the dance, Kate was wearing this like fur thing over her shoulders. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, this is very Mad Men and I kind of like it. But I was like, are they raiding their parents' closets? Like their parents weren't even alive. And well, they might have, some of them might have been. I'm just like, where, where, where are they getting these things? But uh, okay, also. <laughs> My very first note, and I was like, who is this in relation to? My first note is, who the fuck is this guy? And I realized it's the guy on the bus who's, like, making fun of them. And he's, like, your typical bully kind of thing. And I was like, where does this guy come from? Like, is he, is he another episode? Oh. Yeah. I also just, like, it really annoys me when they, like, have characters like that. Because I'm, like, like, it's another just, like, very over-the-top annoying thing where it's, like, this guy is a bully and we're going to make him sound like a really dumb, mean kid. And I'm like, this is yeah. where kids get the idea to be a bully like that because it's not yeah. normal. No. You know? I'm like, you're not mirroring the way that kids actually act. You're now creating a character that like kids want to act like. It's very true. Kids learn stuff from, I sound like I'm like my grandmother. <laughs> kids learn stuff from like watching tv so like yeah that's a good point people like get on these um like they hear these things and see these things and they're like oh this guy's cool like oh kate's cool like i'm gonna like act like her like she's popular you know no yeah i feel like this episode was well i only wrote a few things again because like i said a lot of these episodes like didn't do it for me this week Mm -hmm. i wrote like this episode is so random Lizzie and Miranda are rude. Lizzie is such a follower. It's annoying. Also accurate. Um, And then just that this is an episode I've never seen. But I just think it's like, I don't, the reason why I don't understand the message and like the point of this episode is because I feel like normally you're like, don't care about what people think, like, like what you want and do what you want. But Gordo cares so much about the fact that, like, other people are starting to like what he likes. And I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. I agree. It feels very backwards. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. I agree. He's, like, so – well, I think they said this in in so many words of the episode where it's, like, he cares so much about being different that as soon as someone likes what he likes, he went into something he didn't enjoy, which was, like, the airplane bullshit. But, like – he, like, started this whole, like, fad, and he was, like, pissed about it, because he wanted to be, like, so different from everyone else, and it's, like, he has this, like, I don't think a vendetta is the right word, but he has this whole, like, kind of, like, hidden agenda of his that's, like, 
I need to be different than everyone else because I'm better than everyone yeah. else. Like that's kind of like the vibe I was getting. And I was like, no, like people just like got into something for like a short period of time and like, it's going to fade. And yeah. like, that doesn't mean you can't like it all the time. You know, like I went through a, my scene kid phase where I had like electric blue pants and wore eyeliner both on top and under my <laughs> eyes. That was a, that was a phase yeah. for me. People still do that and good for them. And that's awesome. Cause that's their thing that stuck with them. And they like that doesn't mean that. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just like, you go through things when you're growing up, you like certain music, you like a certain style, you like certain movies. Like Miranda was like, Gordo, you watch movies with subtitles. I was like, bitch, I watch everything with subtitles because I have no attention span and I'm also deaf. So I need to like read things and also hear them at the same time. And I was like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. The whole episode was weird though. And like, I just didn't care for it. I was like, whatever this is weird. It's annoying. Like everyone's being annoying in their own way and it's just not entertaining. (laughs) So, and that's what I have to say about that. (laughs) I, my last two notes. So the second to last was, I don't know if I'm looking into this, but there was definitely a moment between Lizzie and Gordo there, like at the very end where she was like, she said something to him and they were at the dance and I can't, she said something about how, like, she was, like, teasing him in some way. Do you know what I'm talking about? And, like, the camera kind of, like, lingered with them, and they, like, gave each other this little smile, and Miranda was like, all right, like, I'm over it. Like, let's go dance. And I was like, yeah. So, um, and then I just wrote, cute, at the end, (laughs) because it, like, zooms in on Lizzie, and she does her little, like, thing. And I was like, hey, that was kind of cute, but, like, the rest of it, I, this was definitely, I had like three things. Half of it was about, I'm confused how they do their hair and get their clothes. And, and then about that random bully on the bus. So there wasn't even any substance to my notes. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't substance to the episode, so. That's true. (laughs) That's true. But you know, there's always a dud in there somewhere. Okay. This one, this is episode. This episode was annoying. Dude, I can't. (laughs) This is episode called random acts of Miranda which what I don't even I fucking hate that title but whatever (laughs) um and it's Lizzie gives Miranda a bad review when she plays the lead role in a school play I don't even know where to begin with this one um I don't know because it just like was so dumb it was so dumb (laughs) it was just bad Not because, like, I thought the idea of, like, you know, what's the line between your journalistic integrity versus, like, oh, she's my friend, I have to, like, you know, support her kind of thing. This, the episode was bad because of how many times I literally had to look away from the screen or turn the volume down because I physically, I just, in all ways, couldn't, I couldn't handle (laughs) it because it was just, like, the Miranda acting, I understand that it was like, she was supposed to be bad, right? So it's like, she was supposed to like fuck up the entire play. And she was supposed to forget her lines. But Miranda, the, the actress who plays Miranda isn't the best actress to begin with because it's Disney Channel. No one's going to be fin- like fantastic. Yeah. So then when you put a bad actress and then make that bad actress act like a bad actress, does that yeah. make sense? <laughs> then it's just like, it was just like a lot. Because also something with Miranda's character, like, 
I don't, again, I don't know if this is the character. I don't know if this is like Lelaine's like acting strategy or whatever, but I don't know if you've noticed that she stutters or like stammers a lot of her mm-hmm. lines. Have you noticed yeah. that? It's so annoying. And I didn't realize how often she did it until this episode because I thought she was just doing it during the play. But then I realized that she talks that way the rest of the time. Right. But. Um, well, I thought this episode was just stupid. Like every aspect of it was just dumb. First of all, the whole thing with Matt and his dumb friend that doesn't talk. Sorry if that was mean, but like. <laughs> I love that friend. Like came, it just came out. But I'm like. <laughs> It's not, it's not the friend that I dislike. It's like, why are you buying walkie-talkies to, to speak with them? Okay? Like, I just don't find that funny. And again, it's probably because I'm not 12. Yeah. And then, like, him just selling everything in his room. Like, oh, yeah. there's no way you got all of your shit out of your, your room, especially your bed. Like, how are you and lanny moving your bed out of your room without your parents noticing Mm -hmm. and the fact that you only got 90 dollars for everything in your room like the whole the whole situation i was just like this is dumb like i don't need to see this right now like i don't care it's just dumb like this would never happen ever not one part of it is realistic like not one part of it and i don't know why it makes me so mad that these are not realistic I don't know why it like annoys me so much because it, I know it's not made for me. Like <laughs> I'm not the audience. I know. That's like what I, I think I know I'm trying to get like better about that too. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That was like really, I like didn't even really pay attention to that whole garage sale storyline. I think Lanny's fucking hilarious because like he, he just, because he doesn't talk, but like everyone else understands him, but the parents, that's just like such basic kid humor but I think it's so funny to this day that like (laughs) the parents are just so frustrated because they just have no idea what this kid is saying I think it's just like I think it's just brilliant like I don't know why (laughs) I like think it's so funny but um yeah I was like okay really this kid sold everything in his room like I don't know whatever um yeah another thing that I caught um during like during one of Miranda's um performances I think it was like a rehearsal or something but cartoon Lizzie comes on and says maybe when she's 30 she can play a teenager on Dawson's Creek yes and I thought that was hilarious (laughs) I wrote that down too (laughs) oh my god I thought that was I was just like it's so great how aware you are like how aware the show is of like that happening in life that's such a like kind of if you don't pay attention you'll miss it kind of thing because it's like yeah I love that so much like the show is there I'll give it that it's they're very like self-aware yeah and like yeah like the the pop culture references they use and like how they like you know do a lot of their stuff I think they do it with um like the older generations in mind which we talked about last week Mm -hmm. too but um yeah I thought that was freaking gold (laughs) that was I would say the only good thing from this episode yeah okay I I wouldn't call this a rant I would call this a a loud complaint um where (laughs) okay I'm sorry Lillane if you ever 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 hear this I don't think you will no one knows where you are right now 
<laughs> but her singing at the oh, end, dear God. I literally out loud said, oh my dear God, turned the volume down. Because I honestly just didn't want to put Lexi through that horror of like listening <laughs> to that. And like, I'm, I know that sounds really, really mean. It wasn't all bad. There were definitely words here and there that sounded good. But when she was singing, Refle- was it Reflection from Mulan? Yeah. I was like, and then, but this is the thing. Lizzie goes, oh, hello, Mariah Carey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally, I wrote, are you kidding? Cringy. I almost turned it off, but I thought I'd miss something. So I like kept it on as she kept singing. And then it was like the end of the episode. So I was like, God damn it. I could have like ended it. But I, I could not, I was so uncomfortable. I could not, I don't know. Yeah. No, it was really bad. First of all, you're setting your actress up for failure by giving her Christina. (laughs) Don't do that. Okay. This is a 12 year old girl that has very subpar voice and you're giving her Christina Aguilera. Mistake number one. Yep. Actually, the whole thing is just a big mistake. So, mistake. But it's ironic because I'm pretty sure I read, like, last week somewhere that she is, like, not in the show maybe for the last few episodes. Obviously, she's definitely not in the movie. And it's because she was pursuing a singing career. Oh, no. And that's probably why no one knows where she is now because she just had to disappear since. Like, oh, this poor woman. Sorry, but like, she's just not good. And like, you should have just done the movie. You probably didn't have to go into hiding if you'd done the movie. Like, you, you would have been fine. But you chose to go for a, quote, music career. I've never heard a single song of yours. So, you know, that in itself says something. But I just find it really ironic that that's the reason why she wasn't in the I, movie. I'm so happy you said that. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, like, again, I'll say there were definitely parts of that song that she was singing where I was like, that's kind of... I wouldn't say that I'm, that I know, like, if someone's always, like, in tune or not, or, like, I have no idea. I could be tone deaf for all I know. Like, I only sing when I'm alone because I don't want to make anyone's ears bleed. So, like, I, I'm not one to say if someone actually sounds good or not. But I think in this instance, I am one to say if someone sounds good or not. Like, that just, <laughs> I just was like, oh, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. That's so mean. But I just. The tone of her voice in general, it's not nasally, but it has some kind of, there's some kind of tone in her voice that is just like not Mm -hmm. pleasant to listen to. That's so mean (laughs) of me. But it's just like, I, it's just like, you can hear it in her talking voice too. Like her talking voice very much is reflected in her singing voice. And she has weird, annoying tonal thing where it's just like not a pleasant tone I think this is also an issue and maybe this was just me but when she was singing it felt forced like she didn't feel relaxed when she was singing like it felt like she was trying too harder it felt like she yeah just like wasn't it it just wasn't her all I guess and I feel like if you're more relaxed you're gonna sound but because she was just like I don't know I it just, it, it felt like she was, like, 
overthinking the whole thing. And like, I think that was also part of the downfall because if she wasn't so like, I don't know, like rigid, I guess. I don't know. Like her, the voice, the singing voice sounded really like low and forced. I know she has a lower voice to begin with, but I don't know. Again, who am I to say? But I didn't know that she went off to start a music career. So that's really funny. Poor girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she's getting money still from (laughs) Lizzie McGuire somehow. So, because I find it hard to believe that this new project that she started working on couldn't wait until Lizzie McGuire movie was done or the show it's at least because if she missed the last couple of episodes and like they were so young and it's not like she was like this huge superstar that had to like take her chance right then and there people probably only knew her and will ever know her as Miranda oh yeah what else did you have going on like your music could have waited a few months oh man I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what she's up to. I wonder what all of them are up to. I mean, the only one that really, really yeah. know. Oh, also, I'm going to forget to say this, but we were midway through a conversation when I, when I found this out. I think I know the real reason that this cowboy was the martial arts person in that episode. But this cowboy man has the same last name as the actor who plays the dad. So I feel like they were brothers and maybe that's why he was casted. Oh. Well, also, did you notice in, at the end of the episode, the dad goes, he was like a brother to me. Oh. <laughs> I did, did but that? I was like, that's weird. Matt was like, oh, how do you know him? He was like, he was like a brother oh. to me. That's oh, probably why. Oh my God. Which makes more sense why they would use him. Yeah, and, like, obviously it makes sense because they, because he had a history in, in those kinds of roles, but, like, oh, my God. I was, like, that's a weird sentence. Like, I was, like, okay, like, whatever. I, like, looked past it, but, yeah. oh, my God, that's so funny. Wow. Okay, so this is episode 15. It's called Lizzie's Nightmares, and it is Matt boards the wrong school bus and spends a day at Lizzie's school where Lizzie has a harrowing time when everyone is besotted with Matt, including Ethan. So (laughs) my first thing was I can't believe, I can't comprehend or wrap my mind around like how early these people get up for school. Like they're having full blown (laughs) phone conversations. Like, they're having phone conversations. There's enough time for Lizzie to redo her entire hairstyle after Matt put honey yeah. on the phone. Like, is she waking up three hours before she has to go? To, and she usually takes the bus, which means she has to leave even earlier. Right. I think this is what I think. <laughs> I, I think there are two different types of people in this world. I think there are people that get up, they have their morning, they like live a whole life. Then there's people like me that times my sleep and my alarm to the minute so that I can get up with exactly Mm -hmm. enough time to do almost everything that I need to do before I have to go and start my day. I actually set my alarm. Yeah, I don't. People are like, oh, I set my alarm for this time. So then I can snooze it a couple of times so that I actually get up. No, I set my alarm for if you snooze you will be late to whatever you're doing. Like you literally, there's no later minute you have to get up and do everything. Yeah. So I only wrote down one thing for this episode because I was that uninterested. 
I wrote down Gordo is a real one for telling Lizzie she's pathetic for caring so much about sitting with Ethan at lunch. <laughs> I love that he actually said you're pathetic. And then she was like, okay, are you done? And then like whipped around to Miranda and he was like, yeah, I'm done, I guess. Like, you're right. That was such, that was such a good line. Like, he- it was so good. I was like, fuck yes, Gordo. Mm -hmm. You're saying every, like, what everyone's thinking. Mm -hmm. And, like, Lizzie has just been such a brat the last few episodes. Yeah, she really has. I've not been team Lizzie this week. I've been team Gordo for most of it. Except, no, that's a lie, because I didn't really like how he was acting in that, um, uh, that Rat Pack one. Yeah. But he's, like, the realest of of them. Miranda, I mean, I guess they kind of all go through their phases. Cause there was like times where Miranda was like so badass, and then she like was doing something stupid. And yeah, the only consistent character is Matt, but he's just more yeah. annoying than others. It's like than other episodes sometimes, but, um, yeah. uh, this was the episode that when I said earlier, there was something that went on for way too long. The freaking screaming that Lizzie and Matt do when she sees him on the lunch table. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how I'm going to be, if I'm going to be able to explain this, but when Matt does anything like that's full of expression like that, like when it's like screaming or at the end of the um, martial arts thing where he was going like, ooh, ooh, like that kind of thing, he seems so awkward doing it and it seems so forced. So like that scream was weird. It was like going back and forth between the two of them for like a solid 20 seconds which doesn't seem long, but it is a long time when it's just straight screaming back and forth between a 13 right. and a nine-year-old. I think that's what we decided Matt was, right? Like eight or nine? I think so, yeah. So like how he got away, I don't know, whatever. He's whatever. I just like, Matt is so over the top for me. Mm-hmm. I know I keep saying this about every episode, how they're all over the top, but like he's just like, a, like so unnecessarily over annoying yeah and like at one point I don't remember during which episode but at one point I thought to myself I was like why does he have to be that annoying like he can be annoying every I would say I'm confident saying that everyone thinks that their sibling is annoying at one point Mm -hmm. I used to and still do find my brother so annoying Uh all the time but like Matt is just plain like he, I, I just don't get it. I don't know mm-hmm. why. And again, maybe it's because I'm not 12. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Matt was even annoying when I was 12. Like, maybe that's because it's like, oh, little brother or whatever. But like, he's just like the most annoying little brother. Like, you're right. It's just such an extreme. Like, I'm trying to think of like another show where it's like the sibling was, I mean, there's always going to be the annoying sibling. Like, I mean, Jackson was always super fucking annoying in Hannah Montana. But, like, he, that's just, like, it was his own thing, and he was just, like, an immature whatever, whereas Matt is, like, the worst. And, like, the only couple of times, like, he was good in the Aaron Carter episode because he, like, tried to help them sneak in and stuff. So he also has his moments that you're, like, okay, you're not so bad, whatever. But he's just so ridiculous, like. Yeah, um, it's too much for me. It's just not funny. I, yeah, agreed. There's a couple of moments, like I said, there's a couple of moments where I'm kind of like, that's kind of, like, I don't laugh out loud funny, but I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. Like, you know. Yeah. Also, to go back to last week, when I asked if he said, 
um, if he used the word muggle, um, I feel like he definitely meant it in the way that is Harry Potter related because he mentioned Harry Potter this episode. So yeah, I'm like, I okay, that. so it was like a thing. Like it definitely was like out and like people were reading it and like watch the movie and whatever. So I'm yeah. just, even though I didn't do further research, like I can confirm in my own way that that <laughs> statement was about Harry Potter. I yeah. still don't know where else that word could have come from. Um, 100%, yeah. The only other thing I had for this was I love <laughs> the mom is so committed to figuring out where her son is that she's going through the messages on the phone. And it's like, hi, this is so-and-so, Lizzie's principal. And she was like, I don't have time for this. And she like skips the message. <laughs> she's like, I can't hear from Lizzie's school right now. And I'm like, are we just totally discounting your daughter? Like, are we just like- I know. I, oh my God, I actually laughed out loud at that. Cause I was like, she just, what if something's happening? Like, what if like, she's hurt? What if like, she's missing? Like, what if like something, and she's like, I can't right now. And like, only cares about the <laughs> And I was like, what? I know that's another one of those things where you're like, what, what, like what, really? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I um, I thought that I I don't know what my favorite episode probably was. I feel like. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I know that you hated them, but do you have a favorite of the ones you hated? Um, I guess I think mine might be the bra one. I feel like it has to be the the bra one because that was the only one that like didn't really piss me off (laughs) and that was (laughs) one of the only ones that like felt remotely realistic Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have such a problem with these episodes this week not feeling realistic because I know it's like entertaining kid tv Mm -hmm. but like the fact that everything was so like overdone just like really annoyed me this week well, I think too, it, what you were saying last week, you were like, oh, this or this, this does or doesn't resonate with me. Like, I think it's important, even though we're not 12, I think it's important that we watch these things and be able to relate some way in terms of like a nostalgia or sometimes like some kind of memory, you know, like we're bringing it back to like, oh, like the first party we went to or whatever. I feel like there was less this section than last one where like yeah. last one we were like, oh, we did this and we did that and blah, blah. Like, I think with this section, besides the bra one, because the bra one, you can, it resonates with you because you remember the first time that you get at least a yeah. training bra, you know, but like the rest of it, it's like, no, my my brother never, you know, snuck into my middle school and pretended to be like this world-renowned director. Like that right. just like doesn't. So I think that's why we were so kind of like disassociated because it's like, okay, yeah. you're watching something out of like pure nostalgia. Like you want to go back and like watch it for what it is, but also because it's like I remember when I was that age, or like I remember this and that. And but when you have something about like your younger brother sneaking into your school or. I was never in middle school obsessed with the 1960s. So like, can't really relate to that either. Like, and then like, what's the other one? Oh, trying to become best friends with this person who's like awful. Like, yeah, no, that's so true. Like even just looking back at my notes again for this week, like there was not one thing that I wrote that related back to me being in middle school and like, me like watching these episodes when I was younger like everything that I wrote was just like a comment on what I was seeing because I couldn't relate anything to any of these episodes 
other than the bra one kind of but even that one like not 100 percent. i don't know it wasn't like yeah anything that i felt about getting a bra when i was younger so that was still a little bit hard like i you know everyone goes through like getting their first bra and it's like mm-hmm. you have that memory but like not the way that they like portray it so right but at least with that one we had something to go off of because yeah, I, yeah, also yeah. when we were watching this show the first time around a lot of stuff probably hadn't happened to us yet. So like at that point when you're 11, 12, 13 and you're watching this, a lot of stuff you're like, you can't fathom because it hasn't happened yet. So like right. now looking back, it's like, oh, we, that happened later on. And so I can kind of see how she's feeling. But yeah, like, I mean, with this, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just hard to find something to connect with. Yeah. Um. Well, for next week I guess we'll tackle the next five episodes mm-hmm. um which are 16 through 20 so yeah slowly making our way through this first season it's crazy that we're almost kind of almost done like there are only 30 31 episodes right. in this season I think yeah I don't know it feels very quick um how we're going through this I know. Well, thankfully there's, I mean, after we're done with this, then we'll have to do the movie. And then, yeah. I mean, we have so many series and then decoms and whatever. Um, yeah. I don't even think I'm very excited to get to some of the stuff that I watched when I was a little bit older. Like I'm excited to get to like Hannah Montana mm-hmm. Wizards of Waverly Place. I feel like I'll just remember those a lot better. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anything else? Until next time? I don't think so. I'm going to look deeper into my 23andMe. That's about it. Maybe I'll have some updates for you guys next week on other things, people I'm related to and, and whatnot. But that's <laughs> Maybe it. Maybe next time, next week, I'll do something and then I'll have. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. Stay tuned. <laughs> Learn more about Taylor's ancestry and figure, <laughs> out, if, figure out if Gina left the house or not. <laughs> big question mark on that one. Oh my god all right should we sign off yep all right well until next time i'm taylor i'm gina and we're watching disney channel <laughs> <laughs>